The journal is brought to you by Treason. Don't just blend, become. Splitting image taxidermy. Thoughtful, thorough, thankful. Max's Times. Covering PHs over any terrain. Magnum Archery. Black Widow Broadheads. Always deadly. Carbon Core Arrows. 100% premium carbon. PH Toolbox. Helping you make your own adventure. Hey guys, and yep. Yeah. Welcome to yet another episode of the PS Journal's podcast, The Journal. Um, this will be the second episode of my 2022 season, and man, am I excited to share with you guys a couple of things that have happened over the past couple or past month, um, uh, but over the past couple of days since I've been chatting with Pat and all of them. Um, it's been an incredible journey. It really has. And I just want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you that have supported me so far doing this. If you haven't yet, it's not too late. Hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications, drop a like, drop a comment, whatever the case may be on any one of the platforms. Guys, please, this helps me um, in the long run. And yeah, once again, just so grateful for everyone that has done that so far um instagram page blowing up over the past couple of months oh actually past couple of weeks um just reaching new hearts over ten thousand followers it's 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 a little bit mind-blowing and so overwhelming at the same time but extremely extremely fortunate and um i'm, I'm so grateful for everybody that supported me thus far so it, it's it really has been a journey um and yeah it's just um something so so special about it and you know, I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So once again, just thank you so much for everyone that supported me. Well, guys, <clears throat> as promised, um, I'm going to try and do a lot more podcasts this season. Um, it's something I love doing. And now that I've upgraded the, the equipment and everything, it, it seems like I don't have any excuses uh, whatsoever to get this going. So, uh, yeah, just so excited. Before I get into things... Of course, uh, upgraded a little bit, had a sponsorship list reading in the intro, um, but I would like to have a special mention to Sue Tidwell. Guys, uh, she's written a book called Cries of the Savannah. Um, it's out now. I think I saw a post about her putting it up on Amazon at the moment. Um, I haven't read it yet. I was planning to read it on the plane. Uh, however, I was a little bit ill um, on the whole trip, so I just slept most of the way, but really from from what i can see and what i can i mean it's 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 some of the people that have come back to me have just been so um touched by how she's explained the whole thing sue was a non-hunter um it's not that she didn't believe in hunting she was just a non-hunter um and she uh wrote it from an outsider's perspective on the hunting industry and i think this is extremely important especially to try and tackle some of the issues that we are facing uh in our current situation but also just to have a different um, perspective and somebody different for trying to um, advocate is not the right word, but trying to support us on this on this journey to try and teach people, um, educate people why hunting is probably our best conservation tool we have. And yeah, um, 
please guys hit sue up on on any one of her social media i think she's on instagram and facebook um i had the real privilege of meeting her in dallas and touch base with her again in vegas and i'm hoping to have her on the podcast in in the near future um she's an incredible woman and like i said um somebody that ventures out to um understand our perspective uh, on this thing and, and willing to to listen to conversations and willing to experience these sort of things for the good of the the environment for the good of the wildlife for the good of conservation um uh, owe a lot of respect to her and, and she's done a wonderful thing by by writing her book and i'm just trying to um get the word out there because the more situations and the more um, products we can have like this uh, really just helps the industry in the long run um, and looking after our wildlife which we all want to do at the end of the day um yeah with that being said <clears throat> just once again <laughs> big shout out to the vortex team uh, and euro optics uh, touch base with the guys in in vegas they really hooked me up with some killer deals um, i've kitted my new 270 out now with the razor lhd uh L- sorry hd lht um incredible scope i've used it now for a couple of days and josh oh, josh is busy hunting with me now he's also been using it so i've been really really fortunate to tag along with that and as well as the new razor uh, rangefinder which i can't wait to test out on my new bow hunting adventures well guys just to basically fill everyone in um, before we get into any of the topics that i would like to discuss today um, my youtube page um, i've worked really closely with Nyala republic greece um, big shout out to him uh, we did a lot of filming and uh, voiceovers and stuff last year and hopefully we've been starting to see a little bit of results as well as Claviso, um for the voiceovers we're starting to see a little bit of results and, and hopefully we get to put out a couple of products for my youtube page um in the next couple of weeks so really excited about that look look out for that um i'll be posting it all over social media so you guys should be able to pick up on it um and we start our journey off with alan denner i'm really excited because this is something i've been wanting to do for a very very long time and of course uh the season we had last year afforded me the opportunity to do so so really excited about this as well as we're going to be kicking off the 2022 season with a lot of filming um and hopefully i can just bring you guys more content so yeah just to keep you guys up in the loop um very special couple of weeks ahead of me and uh, i'm really looking forward to it as well as with the new year um, there's always been discussions that happen uh, especially coming back from vegas now Um, i met up with a lot of cool people a lot of guys with like-minded interests and stuff as well as a lot of camo brands that um, sort of we worked out a couple of deals um and i just felt there was a lot of uh, conflict of interest so anyone that sees uh, me out there um with with the intention of wanting to support me in some way or other i really appreciate it um but unfortunately some of my loyalty lies um with a lot of my sponsors that have backed me and i'm proud to announce that i've stuck it out with treason uh, i really like i said when i signed with them I really appreciate a brand that not only caters for the industry, 
but as well as gives you good quality at affordable prices. And I feel Treason has made huge strides in South Africa over the past couple of weeks. So I'm proud to announce that I've signed with them again. I'm looking so forward to the next couple of, of weeks and seasons with them. And uh, yeah, really just an exciting time um, for the 2022 side of things. Um, as well as, and last but not least, <laughs> your very own um, PH Journals Caps. Um, I have left a couple of merchandise in in America uh, to be shipped for anyone that would like or would like to inquire about the caps in, in the States. Um, and we are operating with PayPal and that sort of stuff. Every little bit helps, guys, to keep this whole setup and whole rig going forward. And um, I'm really looking forward to So if you would like to um, inquire a cap or anything, if you missed out on the competition we ran earlier this month, um, it's never too late and I've got plenty for you guys. So hit me up if you guys would like to find out more and we can arrange from there. Well, some of the topics and again, once again, just thank you so much to everybody that has been interacting with me over the past couple of months and really just chatting. I'm more than willing to listen and um, and try and offer a little bit of advice wherever it's possible. And before I get into the main topic that I would like to discuss that came up, um, there was something, there wasn't a, a, a point that I would like to address just before we uh, head into things. And the reason why I want to address it, because I think it's quite important going into the 2022 season. And that is what happens when you test positive for COVID while you're here in South Africa? What, are the, what is the, um, the criteria or, or not criteria, but what is... Uh, what, what does the outfitter do from their side of things to make sure that you get looked after as best as possible and get you home as quickly as possible without any more hiccups? It was a great question and, it, and I just found throughout all the shows it was a common one that was always asked because I can't believe how many people um, that's one of the biggest concerns. Well guys, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, a lot of the safari companies that I've spoke to, as well as Hunter's Hill, um, they will accommodate the client once tested positive, and they will have a demarcated area, chalet, lodge, uh, tent, camp, whatever the case may be, set out for them, uh, where a couple of the lodge staff will be able to interact with them as far as delivering meals, uh, drinks, that sort of stuff. And a couple of safari companies that I have been speaking to, especially up north in Limpopo and stuff, they wouldn't even mind going the extra step as giving them a vehicle to utilize for the, for the couple of days that they are there. Um, of course, I'm not 100% sure. I did ask the question. Uh, they said they'll have to look into it. What extra costs incur? Uh, some of them said there's no extra cost because they feel that you guys have um, given them a chance and uh, risked it all by coming over and visiting them. So they just feel that to reciprocate and, and show their appreciation. Well, I don't know if that's the right wording for it, but any case, they will not charge you for any extra day spent under the COVID situation, which I think is a great thing. And I think um, going forward, it's 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 important that there's a lot of um, consistency uh, as well as people not taking advantage of that sort of situation. So I think it's a great um, initiative by a lot of the safari companies. But in the same breath, it's highly unlikely, guys, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's highly unlikely that this is going to happen. You guys need to understand, um, 
if you guys catch it in the first couple of days while you're here on safari by the time you leave you should mostly be over it and uh yeah that's a, it's an interesting topic and it's one that i needed to address just before we head you know before you guys start making plans for your safaris and stuff and i think it's a really really important one to address so before you book before you come out make sure you're communicating this with your safari company or outfitter um what is the criteria you know i know there's a lot of freelance outfitters out there what is their um <clears throat> steps that they are taking to to put in place um for you know if if these sort of situations come up um but like i said it's nothing really serious and then the last steps going into it get a consultation from your doctor or from the doctor um, and make sure that he just just to be on the safe side writes you a letter um, to say that you are safe to fly as well uh, you don't want to have to get to the airport and not present these documents only for them to tell you that you have to quarantine in a in a, in a hotel or something like that for the next couple of days you want to make sure that all your boxes are ticked by the time you get there um, so that the situation is resolved as quickly and as as efficiently as possible um, at that point in the in the whole trip you really you just want to get home now and you just want to relax and, and get on the plane and, and get it all over and done with because um, you've had a great safari and uh, hopefully you, you want to get back and share some of the memories with you guys. But yeah, as far as that's concerned, guys, I just wanted to address it just to make sure that you guys are ticking all the boxes off when looking for your next safari. Um, and I think that's probably one of the most important ones. I didn't take it into consideration early last year because um, actually it didn't pass my mind, to be honest with you. But as, as we went along in the shows and also on social media, I think it's become a more and more frequently asked question, which I'm quite happy to have addressed. So I hope that helps you guys. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, to hearing some feedback, uh, not really on the COVID side of things, just, just to have a chat and stuff. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, I just had the one question which I thought was pretty cool that came up and and it's one that's 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 very close to my heart because um, I've been chasing the tiny 10 now for for some time with a couple of clients and um, honestly I've actually never really finished one myself and I only realized this after trying to make plans for SUNY permits and Sharps Graceback and all that sort of stuff that I actually haven't for myself as a professional hunter completed a, a slam with anyone I've, always, I've either got you know all the other species and missing one or all all of the other species including that one and missing another one so it's a it's a pretty weird situation but at the same time it's pretty cool because it means that i've got goals that i need to need to tick off in in the near future and uh, hopefully sooner rather than later but anyway so the question was asked um unfortunately i can't mention names i did ask but i can't um uh, Wafa. Sorry guys, and if you if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll, you'll see I've got a rooster crowing in the background. Um I've got my cap collection behind me as well as my beautiful water buck to to my right. Um yeah, I haven't got a studio as of yet. Uh baby steps. I've upgraded the equipment, but uh I haven't upgraded the studio so hopefully one day i'll i'll be able to have an official studio that i'll be broadcasting from but so cool to have a setup that's portable anyway so yeah that's that's kind of exciting so anyway um <clears throat> the question was go aph journals uh 
Love the content. Uh, keep it going. Blah, 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 blah. Planning to come out to Limpopo early, uh, late June of 2022. Um, I have species such as Cape Buffalo, Kuru, Limpopo Bushback, as well as Inyala on my package. I would like to start my tiny 10 off um, with some of the species that are situated in, in the Limpopo province. However, I'll be bringing my own rifle to hunt um, the animals mentioned above. Um, please, could you advise on what sort of caliber I should consider in bringing into camp for the Tiny 10? Um, keep up the good work, blah, blah, blah. Uh, thank you so much for your feedback. Cool. Well, great question. And if I look at that package quickly, the first thing that ca catches my eye is the buffalo. So, guys, typically when hunting tiny 10 and it could differ from terrain to terrain um from um from situation to situation from ph to ph depending on how you would actually like to hunt them well what i can answer is that looking at that package you've got a buffalo in there so if you're not shooting a buffalo with like for um, a 500 nitro express or any any one of the side by side calibers um and it ha you know you pretty much like a 458 that sort of stuff you are particularly like hunting the tiny 10 with that sort of caliber with a full-on solid you can in south africa you can get solids for like your 270 306 and that sort of stuff which will work equally as well um but it is very very scarce nine times out of ten most lodges you'll go to will have a big caliber with a solid um as some phs prefer solids when hunting a dangerous game and I think it's a great way to hunt the tiny tent. Obviously, if you're doing things differently, such as the blue darker, you're hunting them with dogs. Shotgun is is needed for that, and pretty much every uh, safari company should be equipped with the shotgun. Uh, if not, the PA should be able to find out if you are hunting blue darker beforehand and just bring a shotgun along. Um, I think that's important. I think that's important to highlight. Um, and then, yeah, just like I said, guys when planning something as as delicate and as intricate as the tiny 10 there's a lot of permits involved and as well there's a lot of preparation beforehand that needs to be done by other professional hunters so give them enough time if you're just planning this on the spot only expect your common species like your common darkers your graceback those sort of things for that you would be able to hunt on certain properties um, things like Oribe, Suni, it takes time to inquire these permits so make sure that uh, your professional hunter is given more than enough time to plan these sort of things because it's highly highly important that these things are done correctly in order to preserve the the numbers and quality quantities that we've done for instance the Oribe, which still one of my my biggest belief is one of the the most successful conservation story South Africa has and the reason for that being is the hunting dollar and how well the hunting dollar has been look, looking after these animals. Um, there's only a few permits around and those of them that those people that have these permits have really looked after them really really well and I think it's done us huge justice um, with the species as the numbers have grown especially in our area down towards the coastal side of things have grown immensely and it's great to see it really is great to see and um i think without guys without you know that sort of mindset of conservation preserving conserving we wouldn't have these sort of animals around or uh, we wouldn't have opportunities to hunt and 
what good does a tiny 10 look as a tiny nine doesn't really fit <laughs> but uh yeah that's just my personal opinion so just to get back to the basic question what sort of caliper would you think that he would inquire for me personally it's one of the big ones 375458 because the ammo is regularly available like i said if the ph has got more than enough time 270 or any one of the 30 30 calibers is also a great rifle um 270 obviously offering you the better chance um some of these species especially down here in the eastern cape the way we hunt them is over watering holes um or middens um or kolikis that we call them like um, territory markings and stuff and that's how we hunt them and often it's very close quarter shots so your bigger calibers are a lot better for that um, just because you know you're not flinging bullets 100 yards 120 yards you know you're throwing them close and um, your succession rate is a lot better obviously <clears throat> with your bigger calibers they turn down um, to the zeroing well I'm talking I'm talking in my situation i different strokes for different blokes as well as phs will handle things situations differently um but yeah these these will be brought down um to like your 70 yard range and close quarter shots which is incredibly important uh, just to to make sure that that rifle is shooting because when you're shooting an animal um probably the size of this book here for the blue darker the target is is a little bit small so just keep that all that sort of stuff in mind but yeah probably the most important thing other than the caliber to take from this is just give your professional hunter enough time but starting please don't think i'm discouraging you from starting your tiny 10 i think it's a, a great little target um, that you can set yourselves um, guys have chased tiny 10 for years and years and years um, i only know of a few that have successfully completed them uh, i know there was an outfitting company um, just recently that actually did one in one safari it took them a bit of time um, that's probably the next point that is important to understand i think i've done a podcast on tiny 10 um actually i did yeah last year sometime um if you want to find out more head along to there there's there's quite a bit of information but another thing is 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 give yourself time don't come out here on a seven day safari and think you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna tick a number of the tiny 10 off especially if you've got a list like buffalo kudu um limpopo bushback and that sort of stuff so just keep that in mind keep that in the back of your head and uh, i think you'll do well from there well guys um i hope that answers your question uh, firstly and secondly i hope this is um, value information that you guys would use in the near future um yeah i just it's good to be back uh, it's not the longest podcast but uh certainly it's one that i've i've had great fun doing and um it is now it is now quarter past two, three o'clock. We're heading out into the scorching heat. I'm going to go and try and tick off uh, Eland on the list. Um, my plan is to start over some watering holes, see what sort of tracks we can find up and or just do a lot of spotting and stalk, uh, glassing over the next couple of hours until late evening when hopefully we get a bit of movement out um, so that we can put a plan in. Um, yeah, I'm hunting with Josh and Jason. Jason's looking for an eland this afternoon, so very exciting times. We've had a great morning this morning. Uh, Josh hammered a massive, massive bless back. Really nice bless back. Um, I don't, I don't like doing it, and I wouldn't want to put a tape to it. But 
it's so impressive that I'm actually considering it as well as a, a giant blue and uh, something pretty cool about the blue if you haven't yet head along to my Instagram page it will be up by then um, nice thick bosses polished bosses which I actually haven't seen um, on blue wildebeest around our area at the at this time because a lot of them are all cracked up and bashed up and stuff but this blues are nice and polished and stuff just I would presume that he's been trying to do a bit of dominance on the trees and rubbing them up and it's it's really it's a very very special blue wildebeest so and he's got nice size as well but nice old bull um to be taking this early on in the season so yeah guys we've had an incredible safari so far i mean josh has nailed um a 42 plus inch sable so not that the inches matter but you know the quality of animals that we're shooting now is is really really cool and like i said i've been telling a lot of people at the shows this sort of time what COVID sort of done is it's pushed a lot of clients to try and hunt later or earlier on in the season um during the warmer months and it's a little bit unusual i know because of the breeding patterns of the animals and as well as the weather i mean you you're hunting early morning to and you you're resting during the day um large number of hours but you know the scenery is beautiful and the weather i mean you, you we're having a look there's a thunderstorm busy building up here now so you know th th those sort of things are, it's it's great to come out to africa and experience if you're coming out if you're planning to come out here multiple times doing something like this is definitely well worth it you know because you you experiencing it at a different heart um and it's cool it's it's just really really special to be a part of and yeah just can't wait to keep sharing these sort of stories with you guys because you know it's a special time of the year it really is so yeah um once again just as we close everyone that supported me thank you so much i really 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 appreciate it um it's been a journey um of a lifetime and it's not over and that's the crazy thing it's just just started so yeah really excited um and yeah can't wait to take take you guys with me on this this wonderful journey but until then <clears throat> i know the duck season's finished for the guys up north um but if you are hunting happy hunting and um to the rest of you stay safe stay blessed and stay humble we'll catch up with you guys soon cheers <laughs>